following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to a new episode of Retro Pop. Retro Pop. Retro Pop. It's time for your Retro Pop. That's your brand new single there. I am Johnny Townsend. I'm joined by uh, the jolly old elf himself, (laughs) Matt Johnson. What's up, Matt? What's going on? Grandma got ran over by Retro Pop. Walking down, retro, listening to Retro Blist. <laughs> retro Pop, roasting on an open fire. <laughs> retro retro Blist. Snipping at your nose. <laughs> oh, man. I love uh, us. We're in, we're in rare form already. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the history of Christmas movies, and then we're going to discuss our favorite Christmas movies. I'm man, I'm, I'm, excited I'm very excited for this. For this. Me too. I yeah. already give this. I mean, we haven't even done this episode yet, and I'm giving it four very good balls. All right, four of it- the largest balls that are humanly possible. Yes, without um, without causing it, pain, without having to go see a doctor. Yes, yeah. um, we <laughs> the are four get- healthiest <laughs> size balls. Wait, wait till we get to Matt's stats later, and we have to re we have to quickly review all of the movies that are listed by b- our ball measurement. So that's right. Um, it is but yes christmas movies man we had to do it we did christmas music last uh last time had a look at christmas movies it's an important facet uh you know christmas music is a really good way of getting i think people into the, that, that spirit but man once you start watching christmas movies i i binge watched a bunch of christmas movies yesterday and i'm feeling it i'm ready i'm hyped yeah um, i want to go fight some some somebody over a turbo man i'm ready to go I'm, <laughs> oh I'm- that's the last one i watched i watched that one the other day Spoiler alert, uh, it's my it's my favorite one. It's pretty wild. I'd forgotten some stuff on that movie. I Put my why. cookies down. <laughs> Nobody likes you, Booster. Well, it's the big Santa. Oh my god. The, oh. oh man, that Santa fight is one of the greatest scenes in film history. Uh Sinbad also is uh unheralded in that film he's really good at it he's so good yeah he worked it. i mean who who would have thought ever like arnold schwarzenegger and sinbad like in a <laughs> in a in a movie together man that's the that's the that's the acting duo that i need and now i'm actually like oh wow that was really really good i need more of that yeah wasn't wasn't i know they did a sequel right and i think it's isn't it larry the cable guy <laughs> probably they just throw them in all this, the the straight straight to VHS or DVD sequel. I want them to start like putting him like any movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger did first. <laughs> I want there to be a sequel, and I want it to be Larry the Cable Guy. Terminator, get her done. <laughs> <laughs> See, it writes itself. That'll get like uh, as many balls as I could possibly give it. Would be that Predator be that starting thing. Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. Get, to the, get get to the dang old chopper. Get her done. Tell me you wouldn't watch that. <laughs> I, I 100% just out, would. Just out of sheer curiosity, you'd have to see this. I would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's get into our own 
personal history with Christmas movies. Herbie doesn't like to make toys. 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 Toys. Do you mind telling me what you do want to do? Well, sir, someday I'd like to be a, a dentist. A dentist? Well, we need one up here. I've been studying its fascinating. You've no idea. Molars and bicuspids and incisors. Now, listen, you. You're an elf. And elves make toys. Now, get to work. already kind of alluded to it already obviously for us both uh every year you know there's christmas movies that i have to watch and i've already started that this year so far matt i've seen both the home well technically three home alones because that new one i watched it too uh home alones i've seen Ernest saves christmas yes. i have seen jingle all the way i've seen the first the santa claus and i think i feel like i'm leaving one out but those are the ones I've watched so far, and they're just a—they uh, just make me feel Christmas, right? Just I don't—I haven't watched Elf yet. That's the one I need to watch still. Yes, yes, that's a good one. Can't. Uh, but can't we're gonna—we're gonna talk about our favorite Christmas movies later, and those may make an appearance. Just throwing it out there. But uh, yeah, so for me, Matt, every year, uh, Christmas movies are very, very much a staple of my December, for sure. And well, actually, even earlier than that, like right after Thanksgiving is kind of when it starts. And because uh, I technically watched both Home Alone's uh, Thanksgiving night. And uh, it was a great it was a great way to end your Thanksgiving watching two classic films. But uh, yeah, uh, Christmas movies are a giant staple of my diet in December in the winter. Uh, very much. I will spend like all year looking forward to watching them. <laughs> as weird as that may sound. Uh yeah, and so I, I absolutely adore and love Christmas movies and will always, always, no matter what I may think going in, will give a Christmas, a new Christmas movie a chance. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much the same way. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's always, you know, as I get older, it gets a lot like more difficult, but then I get it, you know, to, to sit down and watch a uh, Christmas movie, but Fortunately, like I said yesterday, I, I I got out of work and I I literally didn't I, I cleaned up a little bit. And I just watched movies all day and I got kind of caught up in in it. But man, it is so nice that you you really can't go wrong and it's so cool. You know that this this Christmas holiday that every Christmas you know Christmas in general has like these dedicated like movies and everybody tries to get like that like every big actor I think tries to get at least like one Christmas movie in so they can yeah. be like. It could be like immortalized for, for like forever. You know, that, yeah. that's it's 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 the same as creating a Christmas song. Once you create a good Christmas song, you're there forever. And I think a lot of actors try to get that one Christmas movie that will stand the test of time. And. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you really can't go uh, you, you can't go wrong with it. Um, we me and my wife, she's her favorite Christmas movie. And I know we'll talk about this later, but is White Christmas. So that's one we always watch on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Or Christmas Day, like that's that's that that's a that's a popular one. She loves this old, uh, older films, um, you know, no doubt. But, um, but yeah, I, I try to hit all the big ones up. 
uh, you know, there's, there's the definite ones, which we will talk about later that I have to see every single year. And yeah, and I grew up on them too. You know, we grew up, uh, I used to love when, uh, I think it was when it was ABC family before it was free form yes. to do the 25 yeah. days of Christmas and every day, um, they had a Christmas movie. They had a Christmas movie, and it was a lot of them. Was those uh, I want to call them claymation, but the stop motion. Oh um, yeah, I love those. Uh, th- those vintage ones. Santa Claus yeah. coming to town. Rudolph. Um, you know all, all that jazz. Uh, the Meister Burger, Burger, whatever the hell. You know, just all all those yeah. all those characters. Um, they used to have them, and that was a big important part of my childhood. Is is, is you know when you're a kid, you. you you sit down together, we eat dinner, and then we go watch the Christmas movie that came out that day. So, oh yes, yeah. when I was a kid, because um, I'm considering uh, these Christmas specials also part of this too. Um, you know, like your Rudolphs, like you already mentioned, and definitely every year when certain things like Rudolph or uh, you know any of those specials like that or a Christmas movie would be playing my family would make it appointment television and we would watch it together. Uh, So I have very, very fond memories of Christmas movies of just being together with family. Uh, I don't know if me and you're going to turn into blubbering messes this time, but I have some some fond memories. Yeah. (laughs) Fond memories. Yeah. Um, And I will side note this Hallmark Christmas movies make my balls hurt. (laughs) Yeah. That's and, and I do not wish to get into that discussion. Those are four very bad, um, painful balls. I will not, you know. I, I uh, what's that? What's what's it called when you like hurting yourself? It's called something. I'm sure there's some kind of kink for there's that. A, there's a term for it that I can't think of off the top of my head, but I kind of feel that with those movies. I know they're bad, but I get a real kick out of watching them. <laughs> Because I know they're awful, and uh, I don't know what it is about me. I'm the same way with like any awful movie or any awful video game, as you would know if you listen to Retro Bliss. Like I kind of get a, a slight weird, strange joy out of that. Uh, I don't know, just something about the fact that people put a lot of time and effort. I don't think anybody sets out to make a terrible thing, right? Uh, sometimes it's just how it ends up, you know, to, due to whatever circumstances. But I just can't help it. I just love. <laughs> That's really oh, like. a masochist. That's oh. it. Yes. That's yes. A masochist. <laughs> I think that's what I am. So I'm just uh, watching. Uh, if, I, if I catch a Hallmark Christmas movie, I'll watch it while obviously slamming my, my balls in the door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll kind of, it'll kind of numb the feeling that way it kind of evens out. <laughs> I imagine it's like that. Uh, you watched it, Daredevil, right? The Netflix yeah. show. Yes. Like remember when Kingpin slams that dude in the car, his head oh, in the yeah. car door blows. Yeah. I can, yeah. That's all I can imagine. Yep. Because ah! ah! <laughs> <laughs> literally every Hallmark Christmas movie is the same plot, the same <laughs> plot. Oh man, uh, uh, they're pretty uh, tremendous. The tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Uh, so that's all we'll talk about of those. So if you came here to listen to that, that'd be a different episode. Maybe that's something <laughs> we should cover one day. Just Hallmark movies in general. Oh, man. Oh, man. There's been some uh, Hallmark. All right. Now let's get into the history of Christmas movies. Merry Christmas, Langston residents. Hi, I... Ted? Howard. Hey, buddy. How's it going out there? Everything Okay. Yeah, fine. Uh, Ted, I need to speak to Liz. Uh, could you get... Mm. Oh, 
excuse me, but your wife's cookies are out of this world. What a... Who told you you can eat my cookies? I'm just helping Liz out a little in the kitchen. She's making up a storm here. Ted, I need to speak to my wife. So could you get her on the phone, please? I think she's in the shower, Howard. Do you want me to go check? No! I mean, no, that's fine. On your way out, just tell her it would be a few minutes late, but she shouldn't worry. Oh, she won't worry. I mean, I'm here and... Mm. Oh, these cookies! I gotta get the recipe from Liz. Put that cookie down! Now! Okay, Matt, so here's what I did for this. I found a list on a website uh, it's like a history of film website, and they just did a whole uh, thing about the f- the first 10 Christmas movies ever. So we're going to go through that, but I'm going to give you a little bit of background. I mean, I'm very minimal background into movies in general. Uh, the world's earliest surviving motion picture movie was The Horse in Motion, and it's literally just what it sounds like. It's a galloping horse. That's the first moving picture ever. And that came out in the year 1878. That's how long they've been around. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Like that, that's what like people used to go to like movie theaters just to watch like a horse just moving. Yeah. <laughs> over yeah. and over again. There's oh, tales this of is, this is good stuff. Oh. oh man, I love this. This just in. <laughs> uh but I mean there's even tales of like there was a movie where a train was kind of coming toward the screen and the crowd was terrified just of that you know not even in 3d unbelievable not even in 3d not even in 3d they survived the, you know they survived you know the, the the spanish flu the civil war and they they get freaked out by it by a tv or a train coming out of tv yeah cowards well i mean if it's, the, if it's the first time you've ever seen it you know i kind of get it <laughs> uh but yeah so that's pretty wild they, to me though. what do they think a train's gonna burst through the street i love yeah, you, uh, you don't know <laughs> <laughs> man i give the train coming to the screen uh two healthy balls <laughs> um, uh, so but it wasn't even too long after that that we actually started getting christmas movies so i told you the first really moving motion picture was in 1878 well in 1898 just 20 years later we got our first uh, recorded recorded Christmas movie that's just simply titled Santa Claus. And in this movie, two kids wait for Santa Claus by the fireplace. The parents make them go to bed. And while they're sleeping, Santa Claus shows up and he leaves them presents. That's literally all the movie is. Obviously, most of these films are incredibly short. Like I'm talking under 10 minutes for all these. Oh, but at the time, this movie was considered a technical marvel because they used all kinds of uh of things like one of the uh things they did was they in one screen they showed the kids sleeping in bed and then like it was split screen with santa claus leaving picture uh presents and gifts and that was like never done before (laughs) isn't it cool like picture like how man how spoiled are we in society nowadays where we get like the avengers and you know all this like all, all this wild crazy stuff and back then a split screen split screen movie was like the like mind-blowing yeah yeah motion uh, picture of the year you know award for <laughs> best best <laughs> best uh best technical effects for split screen usage yeah, like, yeah that was it, it, that was its generation's lord of the rings <laughs> 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 or its generation star wars it was the santa, it was the santa claus 
All right. So it wasn't even until two years later in the year, in the year of our Lord, 1900, the Christmas dream comes out and it follows several different settings. And uh, it's kind of a, I think it's a French sort of art film, if you want to consider it that. Uh, but like in one setting, it's children putting up stockings, getting ready for Santa Claus. In another setting, it's uh, angels in the sky at night. And then uh, another one being a church with a choir that's singing uh, Christmas hymns. And that's what the Christmas dream is about. It's kind of a, uh, you know, sort of a, well, like it says, a dreamy type of film. Uh, number four, and we're going to get a lot of these in this top 10, Matt. Number four is called Scrooge or Marley's Ghost. Came out in 1901. This is the first recorded film adaptation of Charles Dickens' very, very famous A Christmas Carol. It's one of the most uh, adapted works. Uh, you know, it's been plays, it's been movies and all this stuff. Oh, for sure. It's, it's been done the most, for sure. The Muppets favorite, did it. That's my favorite version. I was say, sorry, sorry to steal that thunder from you. But yeah, it's, it, was, it was that. Uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, and this one, uh, uh, the, the Christmas Carol was actually written in 1843, and this version is only six minutes long. That's a lot of story to get in six minutes. Sweet Jesus. So, of course, they leave a lot out, and we'll get to that later with later versions. Uh, the next one, 1905, we get The Night Before Christmas. Uh, of course, in 1823, a very famous poem. I'm sure we all know it. Twas the Night Before Christmas was written, and this is based off that. So, Twas the Night Before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse, and that's what this movie is. Okay. Uh, number six, this is the one that I want to find. <laughs> I said, I don't even know. I feel like this movie's made up. I feel like this list was trolling me for what this movie is. Uh, it's called A Little Girl Who Did Not Believe in Santa Claus. And let me try to explain to you the plot <laughs> as I understood it. So you have two kids. One's a wealthy boy, and then you have this poor girl. Like, she's from a poor family. They're having a very difficult time. But the two become friends, right? And, uh, you know, they become really close friends. And... Uh, you know, to the point where, like, the boy invites the girl over to his house, and he's got a really nice house, and she's never experienced any of this stuff. And then he finds out that she doesn't believe in Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. And he, and it just rocks his world. So he concocts this plan, and he goes through with it, in which when, <laughs> when Santa Claus shows up at his house, and he does, he captures ties up and holds at gunpoint Santa Claus <laughs> and says, Santa, you're going to go to this girl's house. <laughs> and he does. <laughs> what year did this movie come out? This is 1907. And he does. And uh, the movie, the description I read even said that uh, at the end of the movie actually ends with Santa Claus going back to the boy's house and there was no hard feelings he gave the boy presents and everything <laughs> no what is this called that. wait what is this called again it's called the girl who did not believe in Santa Claus this is my new favorite movie yeah uh, we gotta watch that all right now uh, the next movie 1908 
again uh the christmas carol of course obviously based on uh the the thing uh the only thing i'll say about this one again uh it's a short version it's not the full version of the christmas carols we know it and the movie is actually lost uh, they can't find this movie anymore really yeah it's it's long gone uh, the no more prints of it are remaining uh 1909 we get a go ahead no they got the full version of this on youtube the little oh, girl well, well i know i'm watching what i'm watching after this I, I think it's a pretty i think it's the full version it probably it's like, is it's like 14 minutes long it's got to be it yeah. yeah there's no way it's longer than that all right so in 1909 a trap for santa claus <laughs> all right let me try to explain to you the plot of this one you have a struggling family. They're having a hard time making ends meet. The dad ends up leaving in a, and pretty much abandons the family and becomes a criminal. Meanwhile, the family get really lucky, and the mom actually gets a huge inheritance. Okay. And so they're able to really change their lives, including getting a new, incredibly nice house. It's Christmas Eve, Matt. It's Christmas Eve. And the dad, of course, being a criminal, decides to break into a house that's a nice house that he did not know his family lives in now. And here's the other part of this. The kids really want to see Santa Claus. So they've set a trap for Santa Claus, not knowing that the trap would instead capture their own father. (laughs) And that is the plot for A Trap for Santa Claus. I actually read, too, it said this was like the first time that uh, it was depicted a parent dressing up as Santa Claus was this film. That's, That's a little that peculiar yeah. that they, you know, to, well, different. It, it was, I mean, obviously, when I grew up, it was a more protective kind of thing, right, yeah. where they didn't really show or talk about that sort of thing. It was a big no-no in, in yeah. like, school that's uh I wonder when that's that makes me wonder when that standard was kind of set if they're doing something like that. Um well it's all perception thing, I guess. Yeah. I don't side know. note, Santa Santa is still real to me, damn it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Same here. It always will be. Uh 1910, we get another one of a Christmas carol. The big difference though, that this is the first version that actually tries its best to follow the original work, as in you actually get to see all four ghosts in this one, not just one or two ghosts like the other ones had done to shorten it. Uh, so this is actually a much more complete version of the Christmas Carol. Okay. And then also in 1910, we get the incredible Making Christmas Crackers. It's basically a documentary-ish type film because it goes into how... Uh, different christmas things are made like christmas crackers stockings uh, all how all of these things are made it's like behind the scenes of this stuff so it's almost like an advertisement too honestly which is what i think we're probably going for early documentary kind of thing like oh the the toys that made us or the, you know what yeah. I mean? like showing you how how things kind of work that's kind of neat christmas crackers though have you ever had christmas crackers yes have you yes i'm a christmas cookie guy though i do yeah. like a christmas cookie. oh 100 100 percent uh, and we're going to end this with 1912's A Christmas Accident. And this is just basically uh, Christmas brings 
people of different social backgrounds together. Uh, the gist of it is there's one really rich, lonely man. It's kind of like a Christmas Carol, honestly, from what I read. But as a really rich, lonely man, he becomes uh, this really poor family. He kind of meets them, and they actually seem joyous and happy, and they treat him really well, and he ends up having Christmas dinner with them. So it's basically oh. a Christmas Carol. Oh, I, when you when you said Christmas accident, I thought you were talking about my sister. Um <laughs> You know what's sad? The second you started saying that, you went that direction, and my and my thought was you're going to talk about shitting yourself. No, <laughs> on Christmas Day, never. I would never, uh, never go that route. No, I would. Interesting. I, I, you know, I actually really appreciate the titles and like the the early like themes. Like, yeah, man, I'm a big history guy. I know you are. You are too. At least when you love something, you care about something. You want to know where it came from. Yeah, and man, it's so cool to hear about these vintage stories, these vintage movies, these vintage, you know, way of cinematography, um, what they thought was, um, you know, was a, uh, was it, you know, gotta do well. So I also love that earlier movies, basically the titles, what the movie is, you know, a trap for Santa Claus is literally these kids setting a trap for Santa Claus. Like you don't really do it anymore. Like jingle all the way really could be like this man tries to find, like the the a toy for his son last minute would be like the name of it today in the early days right right there was no yeah, yeah there was no catchy titling at all right yeah hey honey did you go see that movie that, that movie a little girl who did not believe in santa claus last night like you <laughs> no, go, it's like what's it about <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's very very specific it's like it yeah. would be when people like Put the description like when editing podcast episodes for the network. When people give me like, um, when people give me like, like this, their their titles are just describe their show. I'm like, yeah. oh well, I guess you don't need a description for it, you know. Um, I am interviewing so and so who did this, this, this. I mean, it's a description, not a title. Well, all right, well, that's what you get as your title, anyways. <laughs> but no, it's it, it's it's it, there, there was no, they didn't like it, that wasn't the thing back then. It, they weren't trying right. to be catchy; they were just trying to get stuff out there. Yeah, there was no, uh, there was no none of this clickbait stuff back then. Like literally, what it was is what it was. Correct. Correct. Sure. Well, that's uh, in a nutshell a brief history of the beginning of Christmas movies. Matt, what are some of your Matt's? Uh, stats. Now, remember, this is just a storyboard, but here is our preliminary total tank TV spot. Okay, now we've got Santa. He's up in the North Pole. He's getting ready for Christmas. Oh, no. Problem? It's just a little thing. The elves? What about the elves? They look so funny. They're supposed to look funny. They're elves. Just my opinion. Can't they look a little younger? With silver specks on their cheeks? Can we continue here? Okay. This year, Santa's not going out in a sleigh. This time, he's going total tank. (laughs) Wait a minute. No way. No way Santa's going anywhere without his sleigh. He would if he's trying to sell the total tank. Well, isn't that a pretty picture? Santa rolling down the block in a panzer. Well, kids, I, I certainly hope you've been good this year because it looks like Santa just took out the Pearson home. It's coming! Oh. And another thing, but what about the reindeer? 
Reindeer and Santa, Santa and a reindeer. It, it, it's kind of a pack. All right, retro poppers. It is time for your Matt stats. All right. What I have in front of me is the 32 highest grossing Christmas films of all time. Oh, all right. Um, Hold let's let's make us a game. I'm going to try to guess these like number one. All right. Or you know what? I, why don't you spit spit some out and I'll see if they're on the list. That might be easier. OK, Home Alone was going to be my first. That's got to be up there. It is the number two highest grossing film of all time, $476.7 million earned. Oh, and that, that may or may not be. I don't know if that's with inflation, but oh, man. Based, on well, the, based on the years, I don't think it, it, there's inflation equated. That makes me wonder what's above that, because I thought that'd be number you one. You would be very surprised. I know I was surprised when I seen this. Hmm. It, it's come out within the last three years. Really? Yes. What Christmas movie came out within the last three years? I don't even I don't even know when it was popular. You're gonna be very surprised. I'm gonna be shocked. Shocked. Uh hmm. Oh, would it be one of those uh because they've redone the Grinch so many times? Is it one of the Grinch movies? It's the remade Grinch movie. Yeah. The animated Little- one. Five hundred and eleven point five million dollars earned. Wow, power to it. (laughs) Yeah. The third one is the live action, the Jim Carrey one. Yeah. 345.1 million. That one really grew on me. I remember when I first saw it. That's a top five for me. Yeah, well, we'll get to it for sure. But I remember when I first saw it, I was like, eh. And then literally every year I watch it. I'm like, oh, oh, man, I love this movie. (laughs) I love love Jim Carrey so much. Uh, I do, too. Yeah. Number four. What's number four? Yeah. Man, uh, the Santa Claus has to be on there somewhere. The Santa Claus uh, is number eight, hundred eighty-nine point eight million earned. That's the very first one. It's the highest grossing of the the uh, the the trilogy, but I think it is the highest grossing trilogy or franchise, Christmas movie franchise. It probably is. I don't feel there's very many franchises for Christmas. There really isn't. Yeah, Santa Claus is is number one. Yeah, so it makes sense to me. Yeah, I right, would well, just just name off some and what they've done. Sure. All right. So we'll we'll just run through the door. So we said the 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 new Grinch, Home Alone, Doctor Seuss. Uh, number four is a Christmas Carol. Came out in two thousand nine. Three hundred twenty five point two million. Number five is the Polar Express. Three hundred fourteen point two. Uh, number six is Elf. Two hundred twenty point eight million. Uh, seven is the Holiday. Came out in two thousand six. Two hundred five point one. Uh, eight, we mentioned the, the Santa Claus. Number nine is the Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Came out um, 2018, 173.9. Uh, number 10 is the Santa Claus 2, 172.8. Number 11, Four Christmases, Vince Vaughn. And I've got the other, I could probably just, Vince Vaughn, a Reese Witherspoon. Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. Came out in 2008, 163.7 million. That is like, that movie is incredibly relatable because of all the traveling I have to do on Christmas. Number 12, <laughs> Arthur Christmas, uh, 147.4. Oh, by the um, way, that's a good movie. Have I seen this before? Oh, it's, it's an animated. animated. I don't know if yeah, I it's have animated. Seen yeah, it's really good. Um, 13 is a bad mom's Christmas. I did see that one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think we uh, 
those bad moms movies are hilarious, but I, I think we downloaded that to watch it. Number 14, Jingle All the Way. Classic one there. That's my favorite one. Like we said, Jingle All the Way, 129.8 mil. Uh, 15 is Last Christmas, 121.5. That came out in 2019. Um, number 16 is Office Christmas Party. I did not see this one. Um, stars Jason Bateman and Olivia Munn. 114.5, and I'll read off a couple more. Uh, the Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause is number 17, 110.7, and Fred Claus comes in at number 18, 97.8 million, came out in 2007. So, um, you know, there's obviously a lot of other good ones uh, pop up. You know, of course, uh, A Medea Christmas is in the top 32 all time, uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is 23rd. Bad Santa's 21. Nightmare Before Christmas is 20. Um, so there's a lot of good ones there. Uh, for, as far as the franchises go, it's the Santa Claus franchise followed by Bad Santa. Uh, Nativity. I'm not sure what that's all about. Um, Danger in the Manger. Dude, Where's My Donkey? Nativity and Rocks. This Ain't No Silent Night. I don't never heard of those movies. No. Um, but yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty much Matt's stats in a nutshell, everybody. Some of your highest grossing Christmas films of all time. Let's go over to uh, a discussion about our favorite Christmas movies. Aren't you having any breakfast? I'm not in the mood. What are you looking at? Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean cool chill of the holiday air and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer shitter was full ah yeah you checked our shitters honey clark please all right man i kind of figured here like we did last time on our frame, uh, favorite christmas songs we just kind of go back and forth just naming a christmas movie that we really love uh, I want to start with a, a new one that came out on tw- in 2019. It's animated. Uh, it came out on Netflix. And uh, Richard Bliss, uh, famous Trevor, said, I need to watch this movie. It's just called Claws, K-L-A-U-S. And it's animated, but it is honestly incredible. It's probably one of the best recent Christmas movies I've seen. It's insanely good. It's very good. It's basically like about the early uh days of santa claus it's kind of about his backstory and stuff like that i really love it very much uh recommend it uh, it's really really good that's okay yeah i haven't seen that so he said it's a netflix exclusive yeah okay i'm gonna have to try and find that one um interesting interesting i'll kick off we talked about it enough today um but i think it's it's you know give it his due diligence is is that jingle all the way movie it's so unique you know it, there's 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 classic christmas stories and then there's one off amazing ones like jingle all the way yeah that, that i mean it was the perfect blend of of it was i mean perfect comedy right you cannot get like i don't know too many people who hate that movie i i i watch that movie all year long it's 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 that good i i feel um you know we talked about the comedic duo of arnold schwarzenegger and sinbad which is, you know, it, it was an unlikely but really, really good one. Um, you know, you had various, you know, like Christ, various Christmas themes, but 
man, it is so 90s. It, it the movie yes. just it is so it's 90s. 96 is when it came out. It's yeah. just everything the the Turbo Man action figure, just just the whole feel of it. I yeah, I I, I can't say enough good things about it. That's probably my that's definitely my favorite one of all time. It's it's also the height of uh postal service worker jokes. <laughs> about how violent they are because i think there was like they a are. massive outbreak of violence with them at some point and Sin- uh, began yeah. with the running gag and sinbad of course is a postal worker and he's constantly saying he's got a bomb in one of these packages yeah. <laughs> uh so such a villain oh uh, yeah. yeah i mean this is the height of sinbad too really i mean he got, oh yeah he was huge in the 90s um as far as that goes so huge that people thought he did his own genie movie Remember yes. that? Remember that? Like yep. Mandela effect? They thought he did. They, they thought he did a movie called like Kazam or something like that. Because it makes sense that he would have. I think. I feel like was, it, it does because he was huge there. Yeah, and he totally parodied it. But he was doing like Disney movies left and right. He he like he did a Disney movie where he was like protecting the president's son and stuff like that. Sinbad was everything in the nineties. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, this is that was just a just a, such a fun duo. Just everything, and of course you get little Anakin Skywalker who just wants a Turbo Man. Little uh, yeah. Jake Lloyd, uh, Christopher, the great Christopher Lloyd's nephew, I believe. I think his nephew. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and then he did Star Wars and uh, made him not want to do acting anymore. It was funny. Um, it's only it just over the top and zany as only Jim Varney can do. Yeah. Um, it, it just it, it worked. And yeah, the, the whole story was 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 really cool. Trying to get the uh, the children's TV show host to be um, to be Santa Claus. If you haven't seen yeah. it go give it a chance i i i really really enjoyed it it's it and yeah it's you know i said jingle all the way is very 90s this movie is very 80s and i love it yes yeah very much so now what you got matt all right so my next one is another one that flies under a lot of people's radars it's another i think 90s or early 2000s uh jingle all the way or no i already said that uh jack frost <laughs> same, same first lettering jack frost yes. uh with yes. michael keaton in it and uh you know, it's a sad movie. It, it starts off pretty sad that Michael Keaton's character uh, passes away and his spirit kind of comes to as a snowman. And I think that's it becomes this thing where he can only really see him during the wintertime. Like, that's the only way he, you know, he can yeah. see his family again is, is is through the wintertime when there's snow and stuff. But um, it's basically but, a very adult Frosty, the snowman. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes, uh, it, it, the the humor in it was really really good. Um, I actually just down. I think it's on Hulu or HBO Max. I got to rewatch it again before the, the Christmas has come. You know, Christmas is here, but um, but I remember laughing at that one pretty good. And just, like when everything started warming up, I was getting all sad. Like the weather was getting warm, and I was like, oh no, you know, he's gonna die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's sweating it, but it was just like that was one of those other this. Those always get me too. Every time, every time there's a movie where you know somebody's gone, it always gets me. But it, it, oh, it was, yeah. they, they they made it fun. He got hit by. I remember the one scene that always stands out in my head is when he gets hit by the snowplow. Um, yes. <laughs> oh no! And, and it was it, it was. I think it, it might have been a snowball. I, I don't know, but it, yeah, it was. Uh, that's a really good one that flies under the radar quite often. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, this one definitely does not uh, go under the radar. It's 1990s Home Alone. Yes, uh, gotta watch it every year. Uh, we don't even need to talk about it very much. It's, I'm, I'm shocked. This is one of those movies that, you know, gets passed. That will start getting passed down through generations. I think, uh, where like you know, a parent watched it. Like I'm, when I have a kid, I want to have them watch this with me. That's that type of movie. So, Home Alone, 
uh, for me. And I'm going to go ahead and throw out uh, in 1947. I've even though this is a known Christmas movie, I don't think it gets the the love that it deserves. And that is a miracle on 34th Street. Mm-hmm. I adore this movie, and I, even the remake that came out in the 90s, I actually really like too. They're both done very well, but I just went with the original here. Uh, I really, really love it. It's so good, um, and it's and it's pretty wild because if you actually watch it, it's basically like a Macy's commercial, really, because it's all about Macy's and, and the Santa Claus and Macy's, but yeah. it's so good. Uh, I absolutely love it. I watch both versions every year. So Miracle I'd, get, I'd give it four good balls. I'd I would, yeah. I'd give them four good jingle balls. <laughs> Jingly. Keep it pure. They, they decorate their, their house as quickly as they can because the daughter's coming home. But um, it's a really, it's a really, it's a fun, it's a, it's a fun one. There's a little scene in there when they're, they're trying to, I forgot what happened, but the firemen have to come and get something uh, with a ladder. And one of the firemen gets blasted in the face with the ladder while they're yeah. setting up. It's a very nonchalant moment, like blink and you'll miss it. I don't know if it was intended or not, but it's uh, it, it's kind of a little uh, it's kind of a little funny, funny bit. But yeah, what a great Christmas with the cranks is a, is a is a pretty good one to me, which is, which is weird because like. That like or, or when that movie came out, like two thousands, uh, you know, twenty tens, they were just spitting out anything for a Christmas movie. Oh, so yeah, for yeah. me, for these to stand out, I appreciate it. I was yeah. I was just watching, uh, I think, Deck the Halls last night with oh, yes, yeah, yeah. with Matthew Broderick and awesome awesome actor and Danny DeVito, and I was like, oh, it's not terrible, but it definitely doesn't like pop for me. It doesn't like stand out yeah. entirely for me. So the, the, some of these, the, some of these, you know, some of these good ones, it, it's it's cool when they stand out the way that they do. Yeah, I'm going to go with 1994's The Santa Claus, another Tim Allen movie. Uh, I, uh, especially the first one, I like all three, but they get, uh, you know, increasingly wilder and wilder as as they go. Yeah, uh, but as grounded in reality as you could be <laughs> with this, I thought the first one was uh kind of closer to that i just absolutely love it oh man i just just really really just the whole premise of this and i did i don't know if you saw this map but something that really hit me when i rewatched when i rewatched it was when tim allen first shows up at the north pole as the new santa claus none of the elves (laughs) remotely question what happened (laughs) to the previous santa claus they never bring it up they don't talk about him no one sheds a tear no one uh is saddened they're just going about their business doing their jobs and that really struck me <laughs> like if you think about this movie just sets a universe in which when santa claus is replaced the original one disappears and is gone forever and you would think that means that he had been working with these elves and been like their father figure or whatever <laughs> for eons. Right. And then he's just gone and they do not care. I have never, ever noticed that. I seen you post this on Facebook the other day and it was like, I'm like, holy shit. He's onto something, <laughs> but this, yeah, that, this that is- makes me think how often did that happen in that universe? Did Santa Claus get replaced all the time? <laughs> Just like spokes on a wheel, my friends. Yeah. Spokes on a wheel. So replaceable. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, this is that that one is is it. So now it's hard because I'm like I'm like the Santa Claus or Jingle All the Way are like top two, and I think depending on when you ask me, they're yeah. like they're like one and two. Either one can see ours for Christmas, even though they want to see him, and he goes and wow. Oh, the, the the office lady. He makes her stay like late on Christmas Eve or something like that. It's really messed yeah. up. And then he gets the the ghost from Christmas past, you know. And he like, and it's just it's a it's a nice original take on that story. Yes, it's a fantastic original take on that story. Um, done only like I can't see too many other people aside from Bill Murray being able to pull this off. And uh, you know they did it well, and it was um, you know it was really cool when he kind of come when he comes around and. And and is like he's he feel you know it feels like a million you know what I mean he's he's back in the Christmas spirit he understands yeah. Christmas and it's uh you know it's 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 a it's a really nice it's a really nice one I, that's another one I have to watch this year as well. Um, I'll yeah, just, I just found I have to find out where that's streaming at. I really want to watch it again. It's been a long time since I've seen it for sure. Um, and then like a couple other ones I said like I said those old classic uh you know runs Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer with uh. All right, I'm glad you bring this up. Let me just say this real quick. Yes, sir. Yep. In the 60s, when there was a ridiculous run of these classics, because in 64, you had Rudolph. Uh, in 65, Charlie Brown Christmas. Yep. In 69, Frosty the Snowman. So in the 60s, there yes. just bangers when it comes to these Christmas specials. Ones that yes. I have to watch every year. There's a ton, yeah. Um, let's see. I'm going going back in time a little bit. Um, the Leprechaun's Christmas Gold. They had a couple of different Rudolph ones. They had uh, a Pinocchio's Christmas. You had Jack Frost, which is really neat. The Santa Claus, Little Drummer Boy. There was two Santa Claus's movies. Oh, there's the Life and Adventures, and there's Santa Claus coming to town. Um, coming to town, I definitely remember. Yeah. Real. Yeah, Rudolph, Rudolph the Reynolds Reindeer '64 and Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July, and uh, yeah, they were just speed, just speed bagging these things, like just just pumping them out like left and right. Like it was that th- those are the foundational movies of my childhood. Yeah, uh, Christmas same. movies of my childhood. That, those are the definite ones we made an effort to watch every single year. Yes, because uh, they they would be for my family TV events. We would find out in the TV guide when these were going to show because they would always do uh, Frosty and rudolph back to back for a long time and uh, we that was appointment viewing for me i did not want to miss those anytime uh, every year no 100 percent. i like that you brought up the charlie brown uh, the charlie brown one um yeah i mean that's another one too when i used to work i used to work at dick sporting goods i and retail like working retail has this like special like it's a little hectic but it has this unique like feeling to it yeah um during that, you know, during that time of year, and I used to work on the footwear deck, and they used to use play like sports games or something like that. But uh, around that time of year, I would put I, I had control of the, the remote, and I would put Christmas movies on. I remember, I think it was like a couple of days before I got to finally head home from Rochester to back home for Christmas, and that we I remember watching that on the footwear deck. There's like nobody in the store at all, so I just sit there, uh, just just Farrell's the only kind of person who could could have done Elf. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Uh, a Christmas vacation, of course. We haven't even talked about that. That's no, we have not. Uh, that move. <laughs> I laugh every time, and I'm a guy who lo- I have cats. I love my cats, and if anything happened to them, I would be devastated. But that cat scene with the Christmas tree makes me laugh every <laughs> time. 
and it's truly awful if you really think about it but it's just so over the top and stupid i love it oh yeah yeah man chevy chase man what a guy i i loved when they were taught doing the, the the christmas uh or i think it was at the beginning of yeah, it was at the beginning of the movie you know all, all the big wigs had that meeting and they're leaving at work and he yeah. goes merry christmas merry christmas i think he starts dropping some f like you stuff like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. like that i'm like oh man it, this is like relatable this is it, and it's so cool and you know they see, get their christmas bonus and and cousin eddie kidnaps the, the 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 boss and it's it's from start to finish it's a, it's oh it's a fun one you know yeah. it, it goes through all the emotions uh of being a comedy but man man that old snl crew just like it, it, old like those eight vintage snl crew they killed it with christmas movies you know, 80s, 90s, just 80s, 90s comedic actors, man. They really found oh, yeah. a, they really found a good niche in, in 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 making Christmas staples. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's just, uh, you know, I, I don't know what it is about that group. Like, just, you know, I mean, just not even just Christmas movies, just some awesome things in general. You know, yeah. I mean, planes, trains and automobiles is technically a Thanksgiving movie, I think. But I kind of consider it a Christmas movie as well. Uh, uh, you know Steve Martin and John Candy. I mean, yeah, how are you going to top that as a as a duo? You can't. Love that That's, movie. It's so fantastic and heartbreaking <laughs> and funny. Uh, it kind of does both very well. It is. I still remember the first time I watched that and the big reveal about John Candy. John spoiler alert, obviously for this, but about his. You know, he's always talking about his wife and stuff, and then the big reveal. And I still remember the first time I saw that being, and I was honestly emotionally devastated <laughs> and i was young i was uh, i mean i was a lot younger than i am now when i saw that but yeah it's like man john candy was so freaking good he was so talented i miss i miss his movies man i miss seeing a new too. john candy movie yeah Ugh. i really want to go back and watch uncle buck just as a side tangent but it's not streaming anywhere and it really upsets me really i mean you can you can pay for it oh, uh, to stream yeah yeah but I'm already paying for streaming services. So put it in one of those, please. Thank you. Right, 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 right. No, I get that. I get that. Um, I think that's kind of it as far. I mean, there's, there's so I'm sure there's a lot. Of, there's, there's few that I'm forgetting right now. That's gonna. I'm gonna get off air. I'm just gonna be like, really. I'll do the same thing. Yeah, every time. So, uh, is there any other ones you want to mention? I got all mine out too. I believe. Um. Oh, uh, I will also throw this one out. I don't know why I forgot this one. This is in that list of the movies, uh, the specials in the 60s. Uh, you know, 64, Rudolph, 65, Charlie Brown, 66, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. One Christmas movie that gets played every year. That's a legacy, man. That's one heck of a legacy. That's checks every single year. <laughs> Those yeah. are royalty yes. checks every single year. Yes. So, yeah. yeah so, you, so you'll know every year you're at least going to make some change. <laughs> for sure yeah i mean christmas is that listen christmas is that holiday that's never going away right okay it's never ever ever going away um you know there's people all over the world who celebrate it you know various religions they celebrate it there's various incanta- incarnations of uh of the christmas holiday too which is really really cool that and we talked about this during the fir- during our first year um, when we're doing retro pop about the various uh, Santa Claus, like what Santa Claus does based on, you know, different religions and in, in, uh, in, in nationalities, countries, all that stuff. Um, it, it's never going away. It's, it's huge. It's become, it's become a little too corporate for me, but uh, 
in some instances, but the spirit and stuff, you know, of holiday movies is, is never going away. Right. It's, it's again, every single year, somebody tries many fail. Some survive. It's like the Thunderdome. It's, it's, it's like, it, 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Many will enter one must win or it, <laughs> that's, that's basically how it is. But man, Christmas movies are, are just, they're incredible. They, and, I'm glad we live in a world where, where there are just so many good ones. You know what I mean? There's other holiday movies. Like, yeah, I never like Easter. Like I have the people made Easter movies and there's very, like, there's maybe one or two that I'm just like, you know what? I have to see those every year. Christmas. There's a plethora of them. Yeah. All right. I can Christmas into a slightly lesser level. Halloween, both of those Halloween. Yes. Really well. yeah. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Um, it's the biggest holiday and, uh, you know, it deserves me. I can legit take off a of work of all December and not have enough time to watch all the Christmas movies that have ever yeah. come out. That's how good. It, that's how, that's how, that's how stacked Christmas movies are. Yeah. And they're going to stay around. I mean, we mentioned those specials in the sixties. Those are still around. They um, are. I mean, there was a big deal made about the Charlie Brown Christmas because this was going to be the first year that it wasn't going to be shown on television and people were in an uproar that it was just going to be on Apple plus or whatever that the Apple one is. And so they're like, Oh, okay, Apple okay. TV. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay. So they did end up playing on TV because people were like, no, uh, this is a tradition. And it's what these movies have become. They become traditions, uh, especially for me and my family. And I'm sure a lot of other families too. So no, for sure. For sure. So um that is actually it everybody for the year of 2021 this is our last episode is coming out of 2021 um which is like weird and wild to think about we're we're still a couple weeks away from uh the end of the month but our first episode of 2022 will drop on new year's day so um so be on the lookout for that uh so we hope you know everybody has a safe happy christmas safe and happy new year 